welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health and life coach and passionate about creating a vibrant life. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Hello, my friend. Thank you for tuning in today. This is episode 23. Gottman's fourth principle to make marriage work, and that is letting your partner influence you. Welcome back to the podcast this week. I hope you've enjoyed as we have gone through these principles of making marriage work. Let's just review the first three. One is building your love maps, and that is really strengthening your friendship. That is the foundation of the house. Two is fondness and admiration and thinking fondly about your spouse and expressing that. And third is turning towards your spouse versus turning away. So what is letting your partner influence you? I want to start out with a story that Dr. Gottman uses in his book, and it's about Jack and Phil. Well, Jack was considering buying a used blue Honda. The car seemed like a great deal since the seller, Phil, had only owned it for a month. The car was for sale because Phil's company was transferring him to London. Well, Jack liked the car's handling and power, not to mention the state-of-art sound system. He was ready to do the deal, but he said he wanted to have a mechanic check the car. And Phil was like, why? It's really new. It only has 300 miles, and it has the manufacturer's warranty. Well, Jack said, true, but I promised my wife I wouldn't buy a car without it having it inspected first. Well, Phil gave Jack a strange and withering look. You let your wife tell you what to do about cars? Sure, said Jack, don't you? Well, no, I don't. I didn't. I'm divorced. Well, maybe that's why. Jack had the car checked by his mechanic, and it turned out that the rear bumper needed to be replaced, so he never bought his car. But more importantly, he never bought Phil's attitude towards women. Jack has made his wife a partner in his decision-making. And that is what letting your partner influence you is all about. It's respecting and honoring each other and each other's opinions and feelings. He understood what it took for his marriage to thrive, um, and he had to share that driver's seat. So in Dr. Gottman's long-term study of 130 newlywed couples, he found that men who allow their wives to influence them have happier marriages and are less likely to divorce than men who resist their wife's influence. Well, statistically speaking, when a man is not willing to share power with his partner, Cotman found that there's an 81% chance that his marriage will self-destruct, okay? <laughs> so this is an important factor to be able to, to share in power and work together as partners. And you know that Gottman is all about the research that he has done and so many different studies. Well, obviously it takes two to make or break a marriage, but his data indicates that the vast majority of wives are more likely to be influenced by their partner versus men to let their partner influence them. So a lot of what I'm gonna be sharing on today's podcast comes from the Make Our Marriage Work course that Dr. Gottman um, created, but it focuses much of this on the, on this topic for men. Okay. They found through their research that the happiest, most stable marriages in the long run 
were those where the husband treated his wife with respect and did not resist power sharing and decision-making with her. So he really, what I'm going to be sharing today is what he found was focused a little bit more on men. Okay. So, and when the couple disagreed, these husbands actively searched for common ground rather than insisting on getting their way. Accepting influence doesn't mean never expressing negative emotions towards your partner. Marriage can survive plenty of conflict, complaints, and even criticisms. But the wives of men who accept their influence are far less likely to um, be harsh with their husbands when they're like having conflict. Like they, they view themselves as an equal partner in the relationship. And this increases the odds that their marriage will thrive. So according to Gottman, any man who isn't sold on the need to accept his wife's influence more should really consider the many pluses that that gives their marriage. So studies have shown that marriages where the husband resists sharing power are four times more likely to end or drone on unhappily than marriages where the husband does not resist. So perhaps more importantly, when a husband accepts his wife's influence, his open attitude also heightens the positive in their relationship by strengthening his friendship with his wife. Okay, so this is, this is what will make it far easier for him to follow those first three principles that I talked about, really deepening his love map, increasing fondness and admiration, and turning towards his wife as a matter of course. This happens because such a husband is open to learning from his wife. And Gottman says that emotionally intelligent husbands, he says that is the next step in social evolution. And I know there are a lot of husbands out there that are very emotionally intelligent, but it hasn't always been that way. There was a very kind of traditional way that husbands and wives work. That is, I believe, changing. But Gottman says that this, you know, emotionally intelligent husband is really an important piece in the relationship. It doesn't mean that he is superior to other men in personality, upbringing, or morality, this emotionally intelligent man. He has simply figured out something very important about being married that some others haven't yet, at least. And that is how to honor his wife and convey his respect to her. So it's really that simple. This new husband is likely to make his career less of a priority than his family life because his definition of success has been revised. So research shows that a husband who can accept influence from his wife also tends to be an outstanding father. He's familiar with his children's world and knows all about their friends and their fears. And emotional intelligent husbands are not afraid of their emotions. And they even teach their children to respect their own feelings and themselves. He might even turn off a football game for them because he wants them to remember that he was there for them. So men who are willing to accept influence are more happily married. So because of all the seven principles are interrelated, the more you work on the others, the easier it will become for you to share power. And of course, the more skilled you become at accepting influence, the easier it will be for you to, to like live by those other principles a willingness to share power and to respect the other person's view is really prerequisite for compromising. We're going to get more into 
conflict resolution and management in the next couple of episodes. But for this reason, becoming more adept at accepting influence will help you cope far better, you know, with those conflicts. And that will be our focus in principles number five and six. As you'll see, there are two major categories of disagreements that virtually all couples experience. When coping with either kind, accepting influence will be a cornerstone of that success. Those conflicts are, uh, we have perpetual problems and solvable, but we'll go more over that in the next couple of weeks. So that is the introduction to principle number four of letting your partner influence you. So thank you for joining in today. Your action item for this week is to make a point to yield to your partner and let them influence you. It's just really almost just softening the shell, being a little bit um, humble about, about the other person and their influence on you and your willingness to accept it. Also, if you may want to share this podcast with your spouse so they can understand the importance of yielding um, and being influenced by your partner. And it goes both ways. It just in that chapter, he talks more to the men because he finds that um, men have a little bit harder time with that than women do. So anyway, that is principle number four. All righty. I just also wanted to let you know, I'm so excited that our Vibrant Living Wellness Conference is now open for registration and we do have limited seating in our in the facility we're holding this. So be sure to get on and grab those tickets. We have some amazing speakers. We have 21 incredible women and men. Actually, I've got one man and I'm working on some, some incredible um, entertainment that's going to be part of our opening session. It's going to be a delightful day and a wonderful way to connect. It's a perfect gift for Mother's Day to give someone your sister or mother or friend or daughter or just simply treat yourself and we have both in-person and virtual tickets so just go to vibrantlivingwellnessconference.com and you can read all about it and grab your tickets there so thank you everyone for tuning in today and we will catch you next week bye-bye